Welcome to Soul Survivor, Young Adults Retreat Talk. Alright, what we're going to look at this morning, if there was a title for this talk, it would be The Journey of Forgiveness and Obedience. The Journey of Forgiveness and Obedience. Got three quick things to share. So forgiveness and obedience. This is definitely a journey of your life. This is a long distance runner's mentality, apparently. Uh, apparently, as in, I wouldn't have a clue personally about running, obviously, but otherwise, I, anyway, so, uh, but in terms of spiritually speaking, uh, it is a long distance point of view because this is a relationship, and a relationship's a long journeys. Yes? So, you're really going to have to accept if you want a long distance journey with God, which is what we're going to focus on this morning, that forgiveness is a daily, yearly, long journey. And as you get older, you will get worse at forgiveness unless you pay attention and keep being like a kid. So if you fall into the trap of being an adult, you will struggle to accept forgiveness from others and you'll struggle to ask for forgiveness unless you stay, as Jesus said, as a little kid, which is humiliating to anyone who would uh, not like to be known as a kid. Here are the three things. Uh, 1 John 1 verse 5 to uh, 1 John 2 verse 2. Can I read it? This is the message we have heard from him and declared to you, God is light, in him there's no darkness at all. I just want to interject here and just say an image that came to mind as we were singing is just to say guys it's Sunday the stone's been rolled away and I know it's not Easter I'm with you it's August uh, but I just would love to say again the stone's been rolled away and the, the, the tomb is bright with light uh, how did I go arty people <laughs> such a picture <laughs> I, I didn't think of it. Right. If we claim to have darkness with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and we don't live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins like little kids, I've inserted that, he is faithful, God, and just, and will forgive us of all of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. How good is that? If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. My dear children, oh, it actually says that. My dear children. I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not only for ours here, but also for the sins of the whole world. That's wonderful news. 
God, so point number one for me to share with you is God has forgiven our sins, but it is a daily conversation. Here's the analogy. If one day you get married, if it happens, whatever, if, if one day, I don't know how to rephrase that, but I'm just saying if it happens one day, you make promises to this person across from you and you say it in front of everyone. And you say it in front of God, and you say it in front of everyone, and you're saying, I'm, I am promising this to you. And everyone's like, oh my goodness, that's rather large. It is, but you want to be with this person, so that's okay. And in light of that, you're aware that if you say in front of everyone, but then the following day... Uh, Never feel like you need to say sorry anymore because you said it together. You promised that in the ups and downs we'll be all right, but then you ignore that the following day and the following day you're in trouble, right? A relationship is a commitment, and in that commitment I daily walk it out. So with God, the, where, this is, where I'm trying to make this analogy work is that with God, when you come and you accept that Jesus has forgiven you, He has forgiven you. He's completely and utterly forgiven you. But then if you kind of go the next day and muck around and, you know, do what you want to do, and but because He's forgiven me yesterday and I made that commitment to Him, I don't really need to talk with Him about it today. That's weird. Like, that's so unrelational. <laughs> So, Jesus has taken away your sin. He has, it's all gone. So, if I don't make it to tonight uh, and uh, I go to heaven tonight, uh, but I forgot to confess some stuff to him before a massive eight-foot wombat. I'm just for anyone who's quite anxious, don't worry, there's no eight-foot wombats. But if I get eaten up by one, and I didn't confess all my stuff today before he ate me, will I go to heaven? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I will. Because Jesus has taken away all of my sin. Period. It's gone. But daily... I need to chat with him and have this conversation of this decision that we made. Point number two. Uh, so we're going to go to a different... and th These are going to appear on the screen for you to reflect on. Point number two is we need to grow in receiving forgiveness. The point I'd love to make is from Luke 7 verse 47 where a woman expresses uh, how grateful she is to Jesus for how much she knows that um, he has forgiven her. And she goes wild with worship. And she's not worried what other people around her think because she wants to be with Jesus. And she knows how much Jesus has forgiven her. And people around her are offended at her freedom. They're offended at her lavishness of her love for Jesus. And Jesus doesn't mind. Um, he is feeling blessed that someone has been up for letting um, him forgive them. Because that's what he wants with you. 
He wants you to know how much you're forgiven. So I guess a little bit of a question as we are growing older is how self-aware am I of being humble with Jesus and self-aware of the things I need to let him forgive me of? So is it just like the big things? Or is it kind of like, actually it's the things I don't do that I know I should have done? I, I, knew, I know that the Holy Spirit prompted me to stop and ask someone, how are you? But I went, no, I'm tired. I'm not doing it. So I didn't follow through. And I need to ask Jesus, please forgive me for being a bit of a grump this morning. Um, the more self-aware I am of my sins, uh, the more grateful I am to God... And therefore, the more grateful I am to God, the more joy I experience. And uh, I grew up in this network of churches, a denomination is a word that can be used, or, or a network of churches called Anglican. And one of the things I'm very grateful for is that I was asked every week to confess my sins. And whilst reading on the screen was incredibly boring, I didn't understand. It was just a prompter for me to get used to it so I could say it in my heart to God the same way we sing songs. It's just a teleprompter. That's all that is. Because we want to learn to sing from our heart. And so one of the things I'm grateful for is that I was trained, discipled to every day share with Jesus the things that I've done and the things I haven't done. And I'd just like to pass that on to all the Baptists. <laughs> lost a lot of people. I trained at your college. And look at him. And I have another reflection question on a retreat as I've got two minutes left. How much do I accept God's forgiveness with action? How much do I accept God's forgiveness with action back to him? Oh, my done. Oh, you're going to find my question. No, but don't bring them up yet. Oh, because I've got another great story. So the question was, how much do I accept God's forgiveness with action? And I guess a practical way we can do that as God's people in singing is I can just grow in being more freer in being grateful to God personally. And I just want to say to anyone who struggles with... Um, Siri (laughs) what is my password (laughs) I just lost 30 seconds I guess I'd just like to say to anyone in the room with the singing thing you're like people put their hands up and and, and, um, they get a bit too carried away Um, yes they might Yes, they absolutely might. Yes? Um, I absolutely might. But I just love you to learn and grow with God. And it's not about your hands and your feet and whatever. But I just want you to push yourself to keep expressing to Jesus how grateful you are to him. He's kind of worth it. Yeah.
<laughs> and the third and last one is this. From John chapter 21, the story of when Jesus says to Peter three times in John chapter 21, it's right at the end, Jesus cooks some breakfast and they have a campfire and Jesus goes to Peter and three times, what does Jesus say to Peter? Do you love me? Why did he do that three times? Because what did Peter say three times a couple of a week or so before that event? Three times, what did Peter do? He denied him. And sometimes in relationship, to build relationship, um, I, as the one who's made the mistake, need to express properly that I'm sorry. Just saying, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're not sorry. (laughs) Sorry means... I apologize and I'm going to work on it. Sorry means I don't really care, but it's what you want me to say. And Jesus needed to say to Peter, in order for them to feel close again, he needed to ask him, three times you denied me, three times I need to check in, do you love me? And Peter, through saying, yes, I do, yes, I do, and he got offended. With Peter got offended with Jesus and Jesus doesn't worry about that because Jesus wants Peter to feel back so it's okay if your apology to God is a bit longer than a sentence might need to go a bit longer and you might need to think actually I need to tidy the room I need to do some action with this not to be forgiven. Amen. Yes? Yeah, that's good. Not to be forgiven, but for me to change. Because that's what repentance is. Amen. Amen.